Hello again, everybody. Welcome to our bowl preview series, bowl game number 38 that we've done so far. For those of you that have seen a few of them, we appreciate it. Thanks for stopping by. Hopefully you've made a little bit of money using our picks. And of course, who is our? Well, it's our. It's us. It's we. It's uh, it's me. I am uh, Scott Steen. I am the lead handicapper at winnersandwiners.com. But I wouldn't be complete without my right-hand man, my partner. He's the co-pilot that's uh, helping us... Uh, pilot this thing right into victory. He is the one and only Scott Rochelle, senior <laughs> handicapper over winnersandwiners.com. And if you have been with us for our videos, you know that I throw it to differently to Scott each and every video to keep him on his toes. So it's, it's no, there's no definitive cue. I'm no, just absolutely. Improvising. Absolutely not. During the, our regular show, I throw it to him in the same way every time and he's right there. But he never knows when I'm going to stop talking, so it's not it's not his fault if there's a delay. Don't don't blame the poor youngster. It's it's all me, being a dick. So this bowl game number thirty eight, as I mentioned, Scott, this is the granddaddy of them all. This is the Rose Bowl game presented by Capital One Venture X. What the fuck? What is that? Is, is there a rule that you can only sponsor one bowl game? No, so you have to add Venture X yes. to the end of it. You can't be another Capital One. It has to be Capital One Venture X. I guess that's a new fancy credit card, some of some sort. I don't know. What's in your wallet, Scott? Is it a Venture X? Whatever that means. Yeah. No. I don't like to venture that deep into my wallet. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, this is going to be a fun game, as traditionally this is between the Pac-12 and the Big Ten, and that's exactly what we have last year. It's going to be in Pasadena again, Scott. You remember where this game was last year? Uh, Pasadena. It's fucking Texas. Texas is where this game. I, I thought it was. I thought it was a good joke if you're going for the trick there, but I know <laughs> yeah. California shut down everything. Yeah, it was. I don't a, remember where they played that though. I Were th they in AT and T? I think they played in Frisco, but I'm not. I'm not positive. It, it could have been Jerry World. I'm not. I'm not. A lot of roses in Frisco. Yeah, it's the Yellow Rose of Texas. It's the Yellow Rose Bowl yeah. of Texas last year. This year, back to Pasadena. It's the Utah Utes, Scott. I'm sorry. Did you say Utes? What is a Ute? Thank you. It's the last time we could do the joke. So yeah, we're gonna do it. My Cousin Vinny, underrated movie. Uh, Utah going up against the Ohio State University. The Ohio State University, four-point favorites. The total in this game is 64, Scott. Seis uh, cuatro. Buckeyes, uh, they're going to be without a few key pieces. They're going to be without their wide receivers, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave. Uh, defensive tackle Haskell Garrett is out, as is a uh, lineman. Is Olave officially out? Olave is officially out. That's I checked it right before the show. He has announced he will not be playing. So I know he was practicing with the team as recently as like yep. Tuesday. But the last word I have right before we came on the air is Olave is out. So plan accordingly. They're missing their uh, big offensive lineman too. And uh, Nicholas, uh, you want to take a stab at the name? Oh, boy. Uh, you want to go first? I'll I think it's Nicholas... Petit Frere. I think it's I think it's Petit Frere, but I'm not but I'm not sure. I usually go to YouTube and I usually listen to pronunciations if I don't know it. I didn't want to chase a lineman pronunciation, so we're just Petit gonna... Frere, Petit Frere, something. He's uh, not a not not going to be here for this game. <laughs> is what his Nicholas is. Um, Ohio State. They're used to being here, buddy. They have played in uh, New Year's New Year's six level bowl games in every year but three since they won their 2002 national title. And they are very good in these games. They are six and three in their last nine bowl games. And Scott, those three losses: uh, last year's national championship game and two semifinals. So 
What bowl games do they win? They win the Sugar. They win the National Championship, the Fiesta Cotton Rose, and the College Football Playoffs Sugar Bowl. So, uh, yeah, they can play a little postseason ball. However, uh, Utah, that's a good, solid team. They can throw a little bit. They'll throw deep. They'll take some shots. But this is a team that wants to punch you in the mouth and beat you because everybody on their team is 30 years old, Scott, because they all went on missions. So, um, you know, there's no there's no team that's going to have an older starting lineup than teams out of Utah, BYU, Utah, even Utah State. Uh, they are going to run the football behind this huge offensive line. Uh, they got a little case of the nasties in them too, Scott, and their offense and their defensive line a little nasty as well. They are very big. This game is going to be won or lost in the trenches, at least as far as Utah goes. Uh, running game very good. It was the best in the Pac-12. And the defense led the Pac-12, allowing just 315 yards a game. Um, we mentioned Wilson and Alave out, but uh, that's not their most. Uh, that's not their best receiver, Scott. Who do you think that is? Well, it's either Wilson or Alave. If I had to pick between who's the best receiver, I like Jackson Smith Najabe. I really do. I think I think he's. A... I know he's good. I, I just think that Alave. If I had to pick one of the two, I would say Olave is probably the best. Then Wilson. But the point is, is that you have a third fiddle guy who could easily be a number one on pretty much 98% of college football depth charts. Oh, yeah. I think you've got I think you've got four receivers that have a chance to go. I said first round. That could be a little optimistic, but I think you've got four receivers that have a chance to go in the first three rounds of the NFL draft. I think Olave will go first. Yes. I think Wilson will go late first, early second. Right. So, yeah, I can't really argue with that. And the thing about it is, is it's Ohio State. So you know they've got talented five-star blue-chip recruits waiting to take over at the receiver position. It's not like it's not like Louisiana Monroe or something where they got to suit up the student manager because they're out they're out of players. They have probably more talented players sitting on the bench than most teams start. So um, And they all have NIL deals. Yeah, they probably all have NIL deals. Yeah, no kidding. Uh Utah, they had been very good uh in bowl games under Kyle Whittingham. It was kind of almost a lock, but they got Rolled by Texas last year in the Alamo, and uh, they got whooped on pretty good by Northwestern Holiday Bowl before that. But before that, those two years, they were 11-1 and under Kyle Whittingham. Scott, you look at the talent in the team, you have to point towards Ohio State. But if you look at intangibles, you look at the team that really, really, really wants to be there. This is a huge fucking deal for Utah. They were in the WAC, what, 15 years ago, 12 years ago? They were in the fucking WAC conference? And now they're Edward Meyer showed up. Now they're winning. Yeah, now they're winning the Pac-12. Uh, this is a team that has really done a nice job. I think it's a huge game for the Utes. I think the Utes. I think they step up. Scott, give me the Utes plus four. So originally, during the actual bowl release, I was a huge fan of Ohio State. As was I. Talent-wise, I th I think they are easily a top three team in all of college football, and it's not even close. I think you can even make an argument they're better than Michigan. I think they are better than Michigan, but Michigan beat them on that one day. So props to Michigan for doing that. Whatever. It is what it is. Point is, is that Ohio State I liked, and then a lot of people opted out. And that leads you to question the motivation of this team, which is completely fair because if you're Ohio State, your championship or bust every year. So if you're not playing for a title, then why do you want to play at all? And that's yeah. kind of what a lot of these star players have realized in terms of reaching that conclusion i really like this utah team they have been smacking people for the last month and month and change really since brewer left the 
program. Mm -hmm. Once they put Ryzen in, they've been really good. Now, they beat Oregon twice handily. Is Oregon good? Maybe not, but they manhandled them both times. And Ohio State's defense has been quite underwhelming on several occasions, particularly against the run. Michigan ran it down their throats for the entire game. The issue I have with Ohio State is that they need to outscore you. They can't rely on getting many defensive stops. And I think that if Utah can get some stops defensively because of a lack of chemistry between Stroud and the new receivers who have been promoted, I do think Utah is going to hang around. And I think six and a half is too many points. I like Utah to get the job done. I think that they got a good shot to win. Actually, I said six and a half. It's actually down to four yeah. right now. So there has been a lot of money coming in on Utah because of all the opt-outs. The line, move is, the line movement is telling to me. Give me Utah. They easily want to be there because if they win this, this is the biggest win in program history. No question about it. I, they may have already had the biggest win in program history, but this one tops it. You know, people were looking at them. They they put what they put up forty one against uh, Oregon. They said, "Well, you know, you have the re- it could have been more. They, you put up the rematch. Let's see you do it again." Okay, so they did it again. Uh, Ryan Page checking in from the comment section. He agrees with us. He likes Utah on the money line. Uh, now, of course, Ohio State can easily win the game with without some key pieces because they're more talented. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that Ohio State's going to roll over and die. They still have a lot of talented five star guys. But if you're going to give me an underdog that A, cares about the game more, B, has all of their starters playing because nobody opted out. No, no, no. And C, they're one of the hottest teams in the country. Yep. I think you're getting a good price. Uh, yeah, plus plus 150. You're getting three to, two, three, three to two on your money, Utah on the money line. For a team that's been completely just manhandling people for the last couple of months, I'm sure. A fan. I'm a fan. I'll take a shot there. I'm a fan, absolutely. And it's, it's down to three and a half in some spots, so... Yeah, I said six and a half because I was looking at something that I didn't realize wasn't updated. So it is four right now. Well, like I said, it's I expect again, public three, three, buyback. Three and a half in some spots, buddy. Yes, yeah. I, I do expect this line I to go back up. expect buyback on Ohio State right yeah. before the game. Because yes. I know we, we had an argument or a brief discussion on whether public money would come in on Notre Dame or not. Mm-hmm. Maybe some. I don't think as much as you do. I expect a bunch of Ohio State money to come in on this game at the end because you see Stroud, you see all the guys. I'm sure a lot of public bettors don't even know that Stroud and Wilson are out. So they're just going to bet Ohio State blindly. But I do think Utah is very live. Olave and Wilson. I think Whittingham is the most underrated coach in the country. And I don't know why he doesn't get any buzz towards joining the NFL. Yep. Agreed. Totally agree. As far as the total goes, I'm going to lean, I'm going to lean under here, Scott. I think there's going to be a I think there's going to be a few stops. I think we'll see a few fireworks. I see it being in, in the mid 50s. Something in the 28-27 range, something something like that, 31-24 perhaps. I think. Do it's, you think Utah plays keep away? I think if they get a lead, they will. Well, I mean that's their style. They're they're gonna they're gonna want to keep want play keep away from the beginning anyway. That's that's how they do it. They run the yeah. foot they run the football and make you stop them. So that's in and of itself going to chew up time on the clock, limit the opportunities for Ohio State. Uh, big fan of Utah here, and uh, I'll play the under. What do you got for a total? I like the under as well. I think there's numerous ways to cash the under. The under is my favorite play on this game because I feel like Utah can either A, keep the game close and run the ball, drain a lot of clock, win the game 27-24, something like that. But let's just say Ohio State goes nuts. And let's say Ohio State scores, let's say 38 points 
because Utah's defense isn't a pushover, right? But Ohio State would still score about five touchdowns. So let's give them thirty-eight. Are we sure that Utah would still manage to score somewhere in the mid twenties to high twenties? I'm not. So I think that you have a couple ways to cash this under. Yeah, I, I, you're right, and it could go. Scott Nowak says he took Ohio State. I feel like I'm regretting it watching watching our video. Yeah, I, I get that. And in fact, if you look at me on my confidence poll, I think I probably took Ohio State. I don't know where I put them on the confidence level, but I have come around on this Utah team. And uh, I was kind of waiting on, on a Lave news. That was the thing about doing the confidence polls. We had to do it, you know, like two days after the bowl schedule was released. So you're just kind of winging it. You don't really know who's opting out. Um, that was a big one for me. Losing those two receivers, I think, is huge. We'll see. Should be a fun game. Uh, you and I agree on this one as well. Man, that's getting boring here. You and I both have the dogs here with Utah, and we have the under 64. So that's gonna bowl it. That's gonna do it. That's gonna put a little bow on our Rolls Bowl prediction. Bowl game number 38. And one more uh, for the day. One more for the day. You guys uh stick around if you want. And uh yeah, we'll be we'll be doing bowl game number 39. Should be should be another fun one. As for this. You guys take care. Good luck on all of your plays. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to check out me and Scott every day, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, as we do our best to help you head back to the window. Take care, everybody.